Welcome to the Popular Pig Podcast, a convenient place where you can stay up to date on what's popular in the swine industry. By listening to Popular Pig, you will receive invaluable information on the latest trends, news, and research from various experts that guide the global pork industry. Popular Pig is brought to you by sponsors like Johnsonville Foods, SwineWeb.com, Swine Robotics, Innovative Heating, the manufacturers of Hoghearth, and SwineTech, the award-winning creator of SmartGuard and PigFlow. To learn how you can reduce piglet crushing and your overall pre-winning mortalities by nearly 25%, visit SwineTechnologies.com. Welcome to the Popular Pig Podcast. My name is Matthew Rhoda, your host for today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about EPI air technology and its impact on the future of air quality in the pork industry. Joining us today is Mr. Victor Munson. How are you doing today? Doing well, Matthew. Thank you for having me on here. Now, it's great having you on today on the Popular Pig Podcast. Really excited to talk about this, this technology that you've brought to the industry. I've heard a lot of great things from many producers and just really excited to learn more and share this with everybody else in the industry that might have not heard about it already. So if you wouldn't mind, would, could you just give us a little background about yourself uh, and how you got involved with the swine industry? Uh, you know, it's, it's a little circuitous, I got to admit. Um, my background's actually in uh, biology, biophysics. Uh, I was in the pharmaceutical industry for about a decade, specifically in uh, validation and FDA approval of systems. Uh, how, now it'd be about a year and a half ago, uh, I was made aware of EPI Air's technology and sort of the potential applications it could have by a friend. And I thought it seemed like a really great opportunity. So around early 2019, I moved from the West Coast out to Missouri to help manage the operations of our facility here. Uh, was not the direction I had expected, but I think it's really kind of an exciting way to go. So that's a big change in, in some ways. What brought you to EPI Air? You said they convinced you. What, what did they say that got you to try something new? Well, you know, it's, uh, it's the applications of the technology, and I think there's a lot of different a lot of different applications that haven't been realized yet. The, the system itself it works really well for in-barn and for filter walls, which I'm assuming we'll get to later. But there are other ways you can um, install it, either in agriculture or in other industries where it hasn't been uh, leveraged yet. And I think that really gives us an opportunity. So what does EPI Air do? What, what do the systems do uh, from okay. a scientific perspective? Uh, from a high level, uh, we manufacture systems for reducing dust and odor in the agriculture industry. Uh, at the core, all our systems use electrostatic particle ionization. This is where our little acronym EPI comes from. Our EPI air in-barn solutions are designed to reduce the dust, odor, and other airborne particulate matter in the house, in the house itself, the, the pig house. Uh, ensuring the air, air the animals and workers are breathing is cleaner and safer. 
The EPI Air filter wall system is designed using the exact same technology uh, to reduce the odor and particulate matter at the exhaust fans of the animal house, uh, reducing the impact on the surrounding communities, sort of as a good neighbor policy. Uh, and, you know, in this day and age, really helping barns uh, get the approvals necessary to build in areas where they may be closer to people and communities than they were in the past. The uh, technical is, aspect of it, I, I'm sorry, I, I didn't want to yeah, get... Actually, yeah, let jump into the technical side of it. I mean, just, just talking about the good neighbor policy and the importance of if we're going to be driving an industry and expanding that industry, there, there's so many regulations that might prevent barns from being built because of smell and other things. And so that, that's a huge benefit to the industry. If you guys are able to help lighten the, I guess, the regulations around building new farms and expanding this industry. Yeah, that's, that's really where I think a lot of the growth has been right now is trying to give the uh, owners an opportunity to argue for why they can still build new barns. I mean, we need to be able to produce food. I mean, everybody in those communities eats. Uh, the trick is to make sure that we can get barns in the communities that will be able to feed the communities without really having too negative an impact on them. So what does the, the technical level of this look like? The ionization of dust, what, like, what does that look like? Okay, so that's, that's where it gets a little bit in the weeds, but I'll try to, I'll try to keep it high level. Uh, so the EPI systems use electrostatic particle ionization. Uh, they drop the dust and other particulates out of the air uh, by pr producing huge amounts of negative ions. Uh, electrostatic particle ionization occurs when you run a very high voltage. We're talking about 30,000 volts through what is essentially an open circuit. Uh, there is no return line on this. So the voltage runs to what we call corona lines, uh, which depending on our system might be a corona pipe or a corona wire uh, with large numbers of thin pointed corona points on them. Uh, since this is an open circuit, all that voltage that goes into the corona line has to go somewhere. So it comes out these small points uh, as electrons. I mean, that's all... That's all voltage is, is electrons. So it comes out as electrons, which are negative ions in huge amounts, uh, billions. The, the, the quantity of negative ions in the air from our system is enormous. You can feel it in the air when you walk by one of the, uh, one of the systems that's on. Your hair will stand on, ed on end a little bit. And for our in-barn system, that results in the air in the barn especially right around the animals being saturated with these negative ions. The negative ions bind to any charged areas of any particle and alter how the charge is distributed. So even, even your average particle of dust, while it may be generally neutral, it has a, a distribution of charge. The same way water molecules, while neutral, are polarized. They have a positive side and a negative side, depending on where the hydrogen uh, molecule, uh, uh, atoms are. So this charge distribution is altered by the ions when they bind to the particles, uh, increases the polarization of that particle and allows it to then bind to 
other also polarized particles that uh, that creates clumping and larger and larger particles, which eventually fall out of the air. Uh, for the EPI air filter wall systems, we have the, the same technology, the same concept, but as the air and the particles in the air pass from the exhaust fan past the corona line, that same uh, polarization occurs, the same binding of polarized particles to polarized particles occurs, and it's then followed with a mesh made of a polyethylene material. That mesh holds a slight charge, uh, especially in the field of the uh, corona line. And so our polarized, uh, clumped together particles now will bind that polyethylene material very well. Uh, and it brings that out of the, out of the air before it gets past the, the mesh. Uh, what we've seen, so, for just the filter wall systems, those are easy ones to measure. Uh, Iowa State put some uh, dust collection systems outside of those, uh, both you know, they, they put a hole in it to measure dust without the system and then they uh, measured it with the system and found, depending on particle size, about 40 to 60% dust reduction. Uh, but, you know, it isn't just dust. Uh, that high number of negative ions also has a really strong impact on molecules like ammonium and uh, hydrogen sulfide. The high, ion, the high level of negative ions actually alters their chemical structure. You can, you can actually see for ammonia, you put in uh, large amounts of negative ions that will get you, um, uh, I don't want to get too far in the weeds, but... <laughs> <laughs> it, it charges the ammonia molecule and causes it to then bind to other ammonia molecules and you get a completely different molecule. So um, more or less, I mean, it's not only dust, the, the dust in the air, which people might be breathing in or pigs might be breathing in. It's also the, the odor that it, that you guys are, are handling and you can do this both in the farm with a corona line system or you can have a filter wall outside of the farm that surrounds the farm as well yes yes and the i mean the in barn you know your animals your animals are breathing all this dust every day uh that's that has an impact on their health on their lungs on their ability to resist disease uh, so when you clean the air in the barn you you result in healthier animals they, they should be less prone to disease, less prone to health problems, uh, generally happier. I don't know if uh, happier is necessarily a goal. Uh, but then also when you put it on the exterior of the barn, it really will reduce your dust and your odors. Um, a lot of the molecules like uh, you get like phenols, those, those molecules are somewhat fragile and they can be uh, damaged easily by the ions and that reduces your odor. And, and you talked about the, the element of reducing disease in pig farms. Yeah. An interesting way to look at this, right, would be when you look at dust, I mean, that's skin cell particles. That's just, that's a little bit of everything just kind of floating around, right? Yes, it is. Um, and we, we're very, we, we want to be a very biosecure industry. And in a lot of ways, we are a very biosecure industry. 
But if, if we really hope to isolate disease from pen to pen by bringing in technologies like cough detection and other items, even computer vision, those skin cell particles floating around and hopping in and out of the lungs of animals, that's still going to be something we're going to have to overcome. Yes. And I mean, there's, there's some evidence. So this, this, is, uh, this is kind of exciting stuff. I mean, viruses, we all know, they can be both airborne and they can travel on part uh, particulate matter, uh, the skin cells, essentially, or droplets. Now, we know that we drop the dust out of the air. So those skin cells where virus particles might be traveling, that actually comes out of the air and the, the animals are less likely to breathe it in. So that's, that's important. But it also has a chance of actually inactivating the viruses. Uh, there was an interesting study back in 2015 for uh, airborne viruses. Uh, a study out of Sweden was published in uh, Nature, uh, a relatively reputable journal. What they did is they set two cages of guinea pigs next to each other, uh, four guinea pigs per cage, and put an ionizing system, similar to ours, but much less powerful, um, much lower voltage, much uh, fewer ions. And the first cage of guinea pigs, they infect, in, infected with the influenza virus. And they set airflow across that first cage, across the ionizing system and into the second cage. And if they did not have the ionizing system on, uh, the second cage after a 24 hour exposure, uh, three of the four guinea pigs contracted influenza. If they turned the ionizing system on, none of the guinea pigs contracted influenza. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it really, you know, they don't say that the, the method of it stopping the spread is to, isn't defined in that study, but it is stopping the spread from the first cage to the second. And we're seeing, you know, anecdotally, we're seeing similar results from our clients. Uh, one of our customers specifically installed this in their uh, guilt isolation barn. So they put our in-barn system in their guilt isolation barn. And when they bring in new guilt, they were previously seeing a spike in PERS in neighboring barns. But they happily report that those are significantly lower after they have our system in and running. You know, it's, it's that sort of anecdotal evidence, uh, which really brings us a lot of hope that, we, that we're onto something here. So how widespread is this technology throughout the swine industry? So right now we've got a few hundred systems, uh, mostly in the U.S. Most of our clients are pig facilities, but we have actually installed in turkey and chicken farms as well, uh, both in barn and uh, exhaust EPI air filter walls. And so is this, uh, you, you mentioned uh, the GDU or the guilt, the guilt grow out development. Um, I'm assuming you probably have nurseries and finishers. Are you, are you in those as well as maybe gestation and farrowing houses too? Uh, uh, how is it used in the swine yes. industry? Uh, yeah, finishers as well as, uh, as well as barns for scientific production. You know, it's okay. where they really have to worry about viral, uh, viral load on their pigs. And so you had mentioned some of these other, these other animals is, is, uh, I guess, what have you learned from either customers in the swine industry or customers in other industries 
about some of the benefits that we have maybe haven't talked about or even that we have talked about? Like what are some of the testimonials that you're getting back? Well, I mean, dust, dust reduction in the, in the actual barn itself has been a real significant improvement. Uh, we've, got a, we've got a photo from a, I think it was a turkey barn. Uh, this was probably six years ago. They installed the system the day before, didn't turn it on. And uh, the next morning they came in and took a photo and then turned on the system. And you've got timestamps on the pictures. I don't have it in front of me, but I think it was about nine minutes later they took a second photo. And the, the air, it went from looking like a, a misty, foggy photo to being a clear photo. You know, it just dropped all the, uh, all the dust, all the material, in this particular case, all the feathers as well, out of the air and to the ground, to a grounded surface anywhere. Um, and that, you know, that again is stuff that the animals are going to be breathing throughout the entire time. That the workers are going to breathe when they have to go in there. Um, yeah, and I think that's a, it's a step back a second. In this industry, finding great employees is tough as rural populations begin to dwindle. And retaining our, our, our team members is as important as it's ever been. That's kind of a really great added benefit to a group of your employees. If they can walk into pig barns and breathe clean air. I mean, we all kind of know like the, the pig cough, right? You get some of that dust in there. And the first time you get to it, it's like, <laughs> or you lose your sense of smell for a little bit. It's just, just so much dust. Getting rid of all of this dust is just going to create a much better working environment for for employees. Well, yeah, and I mean, uh, I was talking to John actually prior to this. Uh, John Baumgartner is the uh, inventor of this technology, and the founder of the company. I was talking to him a little bit before this podcast, trying to get uh, anecdotes, so to speak, uh, from when from from the. the a few years from before my time on the, in the company to see if he had anything interesting to relate. And he was telling me he was in a, they, they'd gone into a, a finishing facility that they'd installed in. They were bringing one of the distributors around uh, to take a look at the system. And they had the system on and they go in and uh, there's, the distributor wanted to take a closer look. And so they turn it off and, you know, kind of raise the, raise the Corona pipe so that everybody can go into the barn and look around. And as they walked around for just a couple minutes, the air got worse and worse. Uh, you know, it, it became unbreathable just in the short period of time that it was off because the animals just, they, they kick up dust. They're constantly moving. Um, the food is, is dusty. We all know. And, as it got worse and worse, you know, eventually people couldn't breathe very well, so they turned it back on. And within 15 minutes, the air was breathable again. Uh, a significant and uh, visible difference to the people who were in the barn. You know, and that's, and that's what we make our workers go through every day. If we're, uh, you know, it's not, not a great, not, a, not an easy thing. Yeah, and especially when you get to selling hogs, because when you're selling hogs and you're sorting pens, it gets really dusty. And, and I know some people will wear masks just because it, it 
it, it just gets that dusty. So this is something that's really amazing that I think is going to help help some producers just offer something something different, not only their uh, employees, but then also to their community and to the pigs they take care of. Uh, what what might be next for EPI Air? Uh, what, what are some of the possibilities? So we're looking at both different ways of treating the air within the agriculture industry and also, honestly, outside of agriculture as well. I mean, this is a, this is a technology that can be exploited in other industries. So Within agriculture, we're looking at incoming air. Um, we have both uh, poultry and swine producers who want to look at using the system to treat incoming air to keep their pigs or birds safe from disease that might be coming in from the outside. Uh, the One of our clients, actually the same one who had been pleased with their gilt barn, um, they were looking at other producers who they don't have control over, you know, building barns close enough that they're starting to become concerned about the spread of disease from other, from other people's barns to theirs. So they want to look at incoming air treatment. Uh, layer facilities, because they're always worried about avian uh, influenza, they've got to look at treating the incoming air. So we did a bit of a study with poultry, with a poultry barn back in, it was a few years ago, this was in Texas, where they installed the system with a MERV-8 filter on the, under the eaves, so for the inlet air for a layer facility. And they found that the dust reduction, the particulate reduction from our system combined with the MERV-8 was equivalent to a MERV-14. So what you're able to do is filter your incoming air at a significantly lower cost, uh, protect your, your animals in the barn, and not really have a, as big a reoccurring cost as you do with the, the MERV-14 filters, which are just very expensive, and you know re reduce the airflow significantly. Uh, Additionally, you know, we've got clients who have to recycle their air because they might be producing pigs for scientific use. So one of our clients, they, they have a return air duct, which was extraordinarily dusty. And that was clogging up the pre-filter on their air handling unit. So by installing our system along the return air duct, which actually is an enormous walkway, uh, they're able to bring the, the dust in the air to the ground and wash it away before it gets to the uh, pre-filter, extend the life of their uh, filtration before it comes back to the pigs. Along with that, we've got a few other industries where we think there's just an ability to reduce particulate matter in the facility or viral, uh, viral load in the facility, uh, as well as odor to reduce the impact on neighboring air, uh, communities. We were talking with a, a mining company about reducing the dust in the actual mining tunnels. Oh, wow. You know, it's, it's stuff like that where there is a lot of opportunity here for the system outside of just pigs. Uh, obviously, it started in the swine industry and, you know, we want to stay focused on that, but there's a lot of opportunity to to branch out. That's fascinating. Just how many applications there, there actually could be for technology like this. Um, 
When we, I guess, to, to wrap things up here, I always ask everybody to share a gold nugget, uh, some bit of wisdom, whether that's around the industry we're in or just day-to-day life. What, what gold nugget might you have to share with everybody listening? Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'd call it a golden nugget. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I write it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, was out on, I was out on one of the sites installing um, maybe a few months ago uh, with a, a new crew. And, you know, we put up one of the EPI air filter walls uh, around the back of the facility. And it's, it's hot, sweaty, and smelly work. Um, and I, I know that our noses get pretty desensitized to the odor coming out of those exhaust fans by the end of the day. But after we had the fence up, uh, we, we hit the power on the Corona lines, had a good charge going. A couple of the workers are walking around the back of the fence and they, you know, they're just like, Oh, it, it smells a lot better already. And you know, <laughs> the ability to kind of, all you got to do is now move 10 feet away. And it's a, a different, and you know, again, it's only about a 40 to 50% reduction, but when you've been smelling it all day, it smells like clean air right away. Um, that, that's awesome. No, thanks for sharing that, uh, that story. And thank you for joining us on this, this episode of Popular Pig. I, I'm very thankful that swineweb.com connected the two of us so that we could discuss this offline and now online and uh, really hope the best for you. And thank you for sharing about EPIR. Thank you very much, Matthew. It has been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Popular Pig. We aspire to learn and grow together through the experience and wisdom shared by our esteemed guests. Therefore, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and colleagues within the swine industry. For more information, please go to popularpig.com and subscribe to receive updates when new episodes are available. Today's episode is brought to you by sponsors like SwineTech. Leverage the power of computer vision, voice recognition, and real-time behavioral monitoring to reduce mortalities and labor inefficiencies in the farrowing house. For more information, visit swinetechnologies.com.